welcome to Behaviour Alignment with me, Samantha Young-Fielding. It's Wednesday the 23rd of March. Quite an auspicious day here in New Zealand because we finally had the announcement from the government that vaccine passes will be removed and some mandates will also be changing. And what has happened from my perspective is I've had lots of different people messaging me, certainly those who are without vaccine passes, like myself, celebrating the fact that these announcements have been made, apparently due to kick in on the 4th of April. What I wanted to talk to you about this evening is how we can sometimes see a piece of news in a particular way that doesn't necessarily help us moving forwards. So let me explain where I'm coming from. When I was a child, I was known in the family as the gullible one. And there are plenty of family stories where I was the butt of the joke because you could tell me anything and I would believe you, hands down, I never questioned what I was told. And my mum used to remind me frequently that I should take things with a pinch of salt. Now, I never really understood what she meant by that until in the work that I do today, I started to look at the idea of cognitive bias and cognitive distortion. So there's a couple of biases and distortions that I want to talk about to you about this evening that really come into play with the news that came today. So one of the biases is the opportunity that we have for confirmation bias, i.e. that we're going to allow ourselves to believe what it is that supports our view, that seems to be in line with what we're already thinking, but avoids asking too many questions or weighing up the scenario in full. The other bias that we could bring into play at this stage is the optimism bias, where we can overestimate the impact of this very good news and underestimate the impact of anything negative coming from it. Now, as biases, they're just simply systematic errors that we have in the way that we process and interpret information that can affect judgments and decisions we make thereafter. But when we come to a cognitive distortion, that's where we actually perceive the information we receive inaccurately. And it's an exaggerated or irrational pattern of thinking. And the one that I'm going to bring to your attention this evening is what's known as black and white thinking or thinking in absolutes. Because the difficulty that we have when we are thinking in absolutes is that we're only looking at two answers. One that is obviously right and one that is completely wrong, a total failure. Yet, we live in a world that is complex, uncertain and constantly changing. And so today, when this information was made available, I reminded myself that we could go with the binary choice. The binary choice number one would be to accept what we've been told 
that vaccine passes will be removed on the 4th of April and that some mandates will also fade away. Binary option zero is to reject this. Of course, we know much better and between now and then, surely something else will come into play that will take precedent and the promised result will not happen. I believe that we always have an option to go with a third choice. And a good friend of mine, Matt Church, also believes in third choices. I call this the pinch of salt option. Because when we are non-binary, when we go with three or more options, and the pinch of salt option in this instance is let's just wait and see how things turn out. There are 12 days between now and the 4th of April. A lot can happen. Probably things will go well. But we also know that the government made an announcement two days ago that this announcement was coming and then waited two days because they themselves admitted that there were further investigations required before the big announcement was made today. Is it at all possible that other things may take up their attention, that there could be some feedback that means that they may need to make adjustments? So the pinch of salt version, and I've only given you one pinch of salt version in this option, gives us the opportunity to gain a little more thinking space, to gain some emotional distance and to look at at least a third, but possibly a fourth, even a fifth facet of the situation that appears to be in front of us. Because, of course, with a scenario like we have today, where this affects 4 million New Zealanders, there's going to be plenty of opinions. And there have been some voiced already. With 97% of New Zealand as small or medium-sized businesses, many of those smaller businesses are saying that today's measures don't go far enough. Then we have the fact that the statement itself says some mandates will be revoked and leaves the option open to individual businesses who put mandates in place themselves to make their own choice. Of course, even in the some mandates, there are particular industries that have been specified immediately, which will probably need to maintain a degree at least of mandates, and that's the health industry. Obviously, myself as allied health could potentially still be affected. And we have to ask the question, how far does health reach? Are we still talking about fitness? Is that gyms? dance studios and other places, will they also still need some means of mandate in order to operate? So once we start to consider all aspects or facets of the question, we give ourselves the ability to build different perspectives. 
Now, it's actually a very positive mental skill to be able to root out and consider different alternatives. So, as opposed, as opposed rather, to the distortion of black and white thinking, we live in the grey and we bring out lots of different shades of grey by creating new approaches to this very point that has been raised already in the media today. Now, we will not know the actual answer until the 4th of April. And I liken that to being when you put in a load of washing. Sometimes mistakes are made. I myself have managed to shrink clothes. Only this last week, my daughter handed me her brand new yellow jogging bottoms and said, Mum, what have you done? They now look greyish yellow, not the bright and vibrant colour that she'd bought just a few weeks ago. I've also managed to felt woolen jumpers by washing them when they weren't even supposed to go in the washing machine. So accidents do happen and we don't always have all the information up front. Or if we do, some of us don't necessarily check the washing label. So how will things come out in the wash on this new information that's been released here today for New Zealand? And how will it affect everybody? It was specified in the information that there's only 180,000 of unvaccinated people remaining in New Zealand. Is that actually the figure? Once we step back and go for the non-binary pinch of salt approach, we have that opportunity to begin to gain those different perspectives. And all that we need to do in order to be non-binary is to ask more questions, to challenge our thinking. Because while a systematic error in processing or interpreting information, as in a bias, will affect the judgments and decisions that we make, if we have a cognitive distortion, that kicks off an exaggerated or irrational pattern that can even loop and have us going round and round in circles, kicking off worse and worse emotional difficulties. So it's really important when we get brand new pieces of information to not allow ourselves to be drawn into that binary approach of either accepting or rejecting out of hand. I could accept this exciting new information and leap around and remind myself of all the things that I'll be able to do. Or I could reject it out of hand. But I actually believe that the pinch of salt approach is going to work best for me and for mine. To allow ourselves to remember that much can happen in the next 12 days. And as we all know, when we add a pinch of salt to our cooking, we usually bring out all of the flavours. 
That is my intention today with talking about the pinch of salt approach to allow you to bring out all your own flavours with some brand new perspectives. Catch you next week.